Welcome everyone to the Monthly Movie Dispatch, the movie review show from friends you can trust. Every week we broadcast a review of a new film, talk about some film news, and recommend what to watch. We've been talking, critiquing, and gushing over movies since we were in high school, and we aim to bring you honest conversation about on relevant cinema. Uh, I am here with my brother, Brandon Bowlby. How's it going? And I am Sean Bowlby. Um... And today we're going to be talking about the new David Lowry film, The Green Knight, fantasy kind of epic type movie. Um, but uh, <clears throat> first, we're going to start with our opening topic, and we are just going to talk a little bit about David Lowry. Um, he's a really interesting filmmaker. He has um, a, a a decent little collection of of movies um kind of starting with he was first kind of brought to my attention by uh ain't them bodied saint ain't them bodies saints in 2013 he probably has maybe some some earlier stuff but that's where i first um kind of heard about him i haven't seen ain't them bodies saints and it looks like uh that was his first feature film or or he did a lot of shorts before then um Mm -hmm. To my knowledge, that's his first feature film. Yeah. Um, and I found it on Netflix um, just because the cast was so fascinating to me. It was like Casey mm-hmm. Affleck and Rooney Mara, oh which has like both of those people actually have some of like just the best voices in yeah. film right uh-huh. now. For some reason, their voices are so interesting. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what turned and... me on to the movie is just that cast. Rooney Mara is just like one of my all time favorite actors out yeah, there. Yeah, definitely. And... Rooney Mara is so good. Um, I really want to see more from her. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, they actually... Uh, just real quick, Sean, are you, are you saving this as an offline file? Yes. Okay, let's keep going then. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> um, is it... Rooney Mara. Yeah, so uh, so Ro- actually Rooney Mara and Casey Affleck came back for a future David Lowry movie, A Ghost Story, in 2017. Um, another interesting movie. But he also did like movies like Pete's Dragon... Um, and the old man and the gun. Um, so Brandon, what what makes a David Lowry movie? What what um, what are your thoughts about David Lowry? You know what? Like, so I I actually saw Anthem Body Saints like first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, he he was like in a weird way connected um, to Shane Gareth, who directed Primer mm-hmm. and um, a few other very like strange films back then um uh, primer's that crazy time travel movie that everyone mm-hmm. you know latches onto. um so he's kind of in a weird way connected with that and ain't the body states was on netflix i so checked it out but i didn't really like get obsessed with him until pete's dragon hmm. and it's not that pete's dragon is like my favorite movie by any means or is a top 10 film of the year but when i saw the way that this indie filmmaker you know hired to like do a disney live action film was able to handle that property with like such quality and craft and um, just just a damn good filmmaker doing a children's movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of is when I just gave him all the respect in the world. Yeah. Um, so ever since Pete's Dragon, honestly, uh, been kind of hooked on this guy and just super interested in what he does. Uh, he'll be returning to that form. I guess he's going to do a Peter Pan 
um, oh, film interesting. Okay. next after this. So yeah. kind of coming full circle with Disney movies and hopefully mm-hmm. he continues his like that... super detailed knowledge of this, like what it takes to make a movie. I don't know. He's just one of those mo- filmmakers that is just knows what he's doing mm-hmm. at in every way. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely has a, a um, very interesting uh, way that he tells stories for sure. Um, and mm-hmm. I, um, I just watch, actually I wasn't able to watch the whole thing, but um, Cinefix did a video about David Lowry and how he uses mythology to tell his stories and uses like tropes of mythology to tell his stories. And uh, uh, that, that definitely rings true um, for the movies that, that I've seen. Um, a ghost story is, you know, has, has, very you know kind of obvious mythological um undertones to it and you know kind of the timeless nature of the movie and um and then uh yeah the old man and the gun even that like it it almost plays like a folk tale uh, about this this guy um who he came out with those movies back to back oh really as well Hmm. and like very close closer together and uh and both of them show like different sides of his filmmaking but both of them i think are just like peak david lowry Mm -hmm. uh, which is how experimental and weird and kind of deep um a ghost story can get yeah um and then also on the other hand he's kind of making a more fun adventure of a movie with old man and the gun yeah. and just like enjoying hanging out with these people and these characters. And he paces it so well um, that that movie turned out brilliant as well. And it's cool that he has these like very two opposite feeling movies, mm-hmm. but he's able to hold, handle them. Yeah, definitely. Such care. Yeah. That, that is interesting that those are back to back because like, they're, yeah, they're so one is, is almost all about the dialogue and, and all about like, mm-hmm the characters interacting and uh the other one a ghost story is virtually no dialogue and yeah um all visuals all yeah. mood um so yeah he's he's a super interesting filmmaker um i guess he may would you say he's still up and coming or maybe he has a, a big enough he hasn't broken through with anything yet yeah. not in the oscars not in budge in box office uh-huh. you know although he's Pete's just dragon yeah, Pete's Dragon obviously had a fairly big budget, um, being a, you know, Disney remake, uh, and then now Peter Pan and Wendy is, I assume, going to have a pretty big budget. Um, mm-hmm. And but, he's young uh, enough; someone could give him a big property that he could, you know, uh, do perfectly and make a shit ton of money with, or he might just keep pushing out these like intimate indies, and I'll be happy either way. Yeah. But he's still he's still young. He's like 40 years old and mm-hmm. he'll be with I I think he'll be with us for a long time making good films. Yeah, definitely. And he, he seems to be one of those directors that is uh you know, he does a a big studio project and to to make a studio money and then he he does his own little um kind of pet projects mm-hmm. and then and then go I guess now is going back and doing a a big studio movie hopefully so that he can later, you know, um, get some money for some other really interesting pet projects. Yeah. Um, and I it's just worth saying he has his hands in on a lot of other departments of movies. Mm-hmm. I and mean, the big one is he writes almost all his films. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of these other indie directors, when he has an idea, he's not afraid just to write it, 
produce it, direct it himself, and mm-hmm. just get it out there to people. Um, he could take a movie from an idea from conception to being released, like the Tarantino style, and yeah. not care what anyone else says. Mm-hmm. And like you said, at the same time, then going back to a Disney studio and getting some more money from yeah. doing a bigger budget thing. Yeah. Um, I, and I, I just looked it up. Uh, the Green Knight's budget is actually $15 million, So, Whoa. A, yeah. Um, he does a that is not much. Yeah, wow. He does a he does a lot with a little little budget, little uh-huh. baby budget. Although you know, there's a, most of it is location shooting. There's not a whole lot of um, you know big big epic set pieces, which is why I was kind of uh, refraining probably from calling four, it an epic. But um, it definitely yeah, probably four or five million of that is just going to that that fox. Yeah, the CGI on that uh-huh. box, but we'll get there. Yeah, the, the small amount of CGI and some prosthetics, and um, probably just the difficulties of shooting on you know remote locations. Uh, yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. Let's say, why don't we jump into the our review of the Green Knight? <clears throat> um, let's do it. Yeah. So the Green Knight uh, is directed by uh, David Lowry. Um, it stars Dev Patel. Uh, Alicia Vikander and Joel Edgerton. Um, the plot description is uh, from IMDb. Um, oh, I guess it's is is right there. Yeah, IMDb. Uh, a, yep. Yeah, a fantasy retelling of the medieval story of Sir Gawain and the Green Knight, uh, which I actually, after we saw the movie, me and Kelly came home, and Kelly said she actually has. Uh, Sir Gawain and no the way. Green Knight. Um, no way. Yeah, and uh, it's like let's see, it's maybe 155 pages, but yeah. uh, one side of it is in Old English. Like for each page, one side is in Old English, okay. and one's in Modern English. And Kelly kind of was reading it, and Old English sounds really cool. <laughs> so it's um, so it's like 75 pages. And it looked like even the text that's on each of those pages yeah. isn't too long. So yeah, it's a and, brief story. And so it's it's 155. Half of it is, you know, is like both pages are the same. It's just yeah. one is Old English. So it's, you know, 75 pages and they're kind of okay. short it's pages. It's pretty short. Um, mm-hmm. Could read that in a few hours just yeah, there for sure. definitely. And uh, so that was kind of cool. Um Kelly read a little bit of it. It's it's very poetic and you know kind of folky and mm-hmm. um, uh, <clears throat> it's uh, so yeah. Um, so uh, yeah. So what do you have any? What are your thoughts of this movie, Brandon? Um, you were you know super excited to see this movie. You've, we've been kind of talking about this movie for a long time and yeah. yeah what are you what are your thoughts did it live up to your expectations i i was really excited to mm-hmm. to see this movie the trailer looked like insane um and it compared to his a lot of his other works this looked the most out there this looked kind of the biggest in a lot of ways mm-hmm. um and it got me really excited. Uh, word of mouth was pretty huge, so I couldn't wait to like see this and review it with you. Um, in a lot of ways, this movie did not let down um, at all. This this movie is like insanely stylized. This is 
even more so than the green knight this movie is like meticulously stylized like every detail um he pays attention to Mm -hmm. um it's like it's a feast for the eyes for the ears for the locations and the setting Mm -hmm. um like kind of everything about it is just pretty perfectly well made um it it's a tough movie to get through this movie's over like maybe two hours 10 15 minutes um two two hours and and five minutes and he makes it very apparent at the beginning like this is a retelling of an old what 1400s folktale or 1600s folktale i don't know when this king arthur stuff came out but medieval times and this is just a retelling of it that's what you're seeing Mm -hmm. um he's not embellishing this with modern storytelling or changing things to suit our like needs for what a story should be today he's telling he's giving us a piece of history um Mm -hmm. with in the medium of film um so there are there are like gripes i have or i don't even know how to describe it nits to pick on just like experiencing this story wanting it to be more of a normal movie and being frustrated at it being a weird ass folktale mm-hmm. um and we'll get into more details of exactly what that means i will uh but for the most part there is so much to love here and there's so many interesting things happening at every moment um Mm-hmm. I, I really liked it. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, just I was I was just pulled up the Rotten Tomatoes score, and it has ninety percent from from critics, uh, but fifty percent from user from yeah. audiences. Uh, and it's I called think, the Green Knight, and it's medieval. And yeah, people are like yeah, I'll go see it. And that, like, yeah. yeah, and that may may also be uh, you know uh, in part or you you could almost blame that on how good the trailer was as well, because mm-hmm. that trailer was really good. And it, I, I imagine it um, may have gotten some people to go see this movie that normally wouldn't um, go check yeah, out kind yeah. of an art house myth, you know, a folk tale of old, Eng- uh, an old English tale of, um, mm-hmm. you know, an Arthurian legend. Uh, but <clears throat> Um, yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I recently have been kind of watching a bunch of, uh, this YouTube channel, um, call, and they have like this series called extra mythology, um, where Mm -hmm. they talk a lot. They talk about kind of a bunch of different mythologies from all around the world. And they just kind of go through the story, uh, these mythological stories and they are all very um, very similar to this movie where it's kind of a longer tale about a hero and and they go on this journey um, but in that journey they there's a lot of different parts um, yeah I, I was gonna talk about this as well yeah you're yeah it, yeah a lot of, of pretty self-contained parts and yes. each one of these parts has a very, um, a, a very usually at least in the in the you know these uh, ancient mythological you know these the tellings of these old stories they have very obvious points that they're trying to make about mm-hmm. uh, the world as the people at the time saw it and the you know the good and the evils of the world or you know what they value. I mean, it's it's and, the Odyssey, right? Mm, like, yeah. 
that that's what the odyssey is known for mm. a character goes on a journey and individual shit happens yeah. to him and he every, gets every there's, new chapter there's the sirens who are calling out to him. there's the bit yeah. about the sirens who are calling out to him and then there's the They're cyclops that he they has don't to necessarily apply to what happens at the end mm -hmm. but it is just it's the in-between on his journey yeah. and with the, the tales he runs yeah, up against. And, and there's, yeah, there's, there's a lot. The, the most interesting part of these mythologies is to ask the question, what were the, um, what was it about the culture and the people of that time um, that made this part of the story important? You know, what, what, what were the fears of those people mm -hmm. and what were, you know, um, and so that that's the aspect of this movie that I really enjoyed is like at each part of of section of this tale, what um, you know, what were the themes and what were the ideas that that David Lowry is kind of playing with? Um, and I guess, honestly, I don't have a lot of good answers to those questions because in part because I think David Lowry is a really good filmmaker and he's not going to just spell out um you know what i'm supposed to think about the movie um but i really enjoyed uh kind of asking those questions and and experiencing the film um the the movie is the movie is convoluted to the max mm -hmm. um and like i said earlier that it's a difficult movie to experience like for random people like giving mm -hmm. it 50% on Rotten Tomato, not just because it's like artsy or stylized or like the music or visuals, but because like there's a lot of stuff in there that is not real, that's metaphorical, that is trying to like um, mirror other parts of the narrative. And there's just tons of details where you don't necessarily know what that means or why it's happening. Um, and it comes and goes real quick. Uh, and it's not explained. And that happens constantly through this movie. It is very convoluted with detail. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, definitely. There's there's a lot to talk about with this movie. Um, <clears throat> there are some great actors, too, in this movie. You know, Dev Patel yeah. is uh, is an interesting so pick good. for this for this uh, role. Um, I guess you can, you know, probably uh, I don't know. You could dig into why David Lowry would pick uh, an Indian actor for uh, for this movie, but um, he was really fantastic. Um, fantastic. He's, he's a, so strong yeah. and like such a great leading man. I mean, he's yeah, handsome definitely. as hell and like ripped <laughs> somehow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But definitely. like, he just his presence is great. Like I want to see him all over film, like mm -hmm. more movies, please. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and yeah, he's. I I'd love to see him do more like, of this. Uh, maybe not, you know, um, medieval um, type movies, but yeah, like starring roles where he's just like his presence and his physicality is able to just carry a movie like this. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, and just him being like the dorky kid in in uh, Slumdog Millionaire, or uh, in, right. I remember not in, the dorky little scrawny kid. Uh -huh. Yeah, it, or a, even in uh, I don't know if you watched the newsroom. He was he was kind of no. that same character, but I'm, I'm I'm trying to think though of the Australian Indian movie of him trying to find his family. 
Oh yeah, Lion. Like child yeah. trafficking. Lion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's another film. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he was, you know, he was just kind of like a shy kid in that film too. Yeah. And like yeah. Yeah. Although in that one he was definitely more grown up and, you know, was kind of filling out and mm-hmm. pretty good look. You know, he actually him and Rudy Mara um were in Lion together and Oh, they were? Yeah, Rudy Mara was in. Okay. She was the, I right, guess, right. the girlfriend, the love interest. Yeah, that he's leaving behind um, for a bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, and uh, Joel Edgerton and. Um, um, I really like totally Joel Edgerton. Uh huh. Yeah, totally. And everything. Yeah. Like when he did Love, I got super attached to him. He's such a strong, such a strong actor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and then Alicia Vikander was really good playing. She played, yeah, playing multiple roles in this movie, right? Right? <laughs> Am I crazy? Was I she the uh, the love interest as well as the... I'm guessing she's the girlfriend in the brothel, right? Yes, and then she was also... Okay. Was she also the lady in blue? Uh, in, in the, the blue like, dress? Uh, in the Towards the end, in the, yeah, the last third? with, uh, I guess... Um, um, I didn't notice that Joel Edgerton's no. like wife. Maybe I'm just something. crazy. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Um. <laughs> anyways, I could but be yeah, totally wrong about strong. that. <laughs> but those yeah, are the only three. Th- yeah. Anyways, um, what do you what do you say we uh, we dig into this movie, Brandon? You want to let's let's get into stole. Let's get into details. Get into it? All right. Um, yeah, we'll talk about scenes. Well, from that from now on, we're gonna do spoilers. Um, so spoilers from here on out. We're really gonna yeah. see if we can figure out this movie. Um, oh yeah, everything. <laughs> so yeah, Brandon, what what do you think about this movie as a whole? Um, so I think the movie the movie has a very strong first half. Maybe it's even yeah entire first half. I was going to say third, but no, I think it's a lot because um, you even get the stuff with um, oh we forgot to mention the the crazy character from Killing of the Sacred Deer, mm-hmm. um, that, that yeah. kid actor who's just twisted and weird in this one too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, up until up until kind of the the ghost haunting house part of this film, like um, it, it it it's moving. I'm into all the characters, the the Green Knight showing up and the like ritual. It's so like strong and the pacing's great. Um, the whole scene of the like knights uh, having the party at the um, round the table queen behind him, the Camelot. round table. Yeah, just um, the king's voice and the way he talks to um, mm. Dev Patel's character. Um, and everything that happens with the Green Knight when it comes in, I don't know. It's just like, it really was blowing my mind at how amazing and just like into it I was um, for, a, for a good chunk of that that first part of the movie. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, that, that the, the look and feel of that opening was uh, really interesting. Like, um, going from that, like, so, you know, his, so first of all, he's, you know, going into the brothel and drinking and, and his mother, uh, doing that like ceremony while mm-hmm. the King is like walking around and, and speaking to his like round table. Um, and 
uh, that was just like really, yeah, really interestingly put together. And, um, you know, again, I, do you have any good, like (laughs) explanations for, for that opening scene? Um, because I'm like trying I to mean, dig into it, and I, like, uh, I don't know. Are, are we are we supposed to believe that like the mom kind of instigated like this whole event, series of events? Like yeah, she I, she called the Dark Knight, the Green Knight. I believe so. And so, like to to I guess jump ahead. Like at one point, someone mentioned or someone says that you know the you know who the Green Knight or you the Green Knight is someone you know. Um. And so I wonder, like, is is the Green Knight his mother? I, I don't know. There, there's like, there's a lot of interesting yeah, like ways history. that you can look at that. Um, and yeah. and he certainly does not give you any easy answers throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought that was uh, a really visually stunning opening, and and he's do he does a lot of. Um, you know, he there's again, there's details yeah. that are flashing through my head right now that um, like the the design and makeup of the Green Knight is outstanding. Uh-huh. Like, and and even in the end, there's even more close up shots in uh-huh. kind of more the final scene of yeah. his makeup and prosthetics, and it's it's incredible. Uh-huh, definitely. Uh, there's even like intricate sound design around the 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 night, like just him moving his hand is like there's so much weight. Uh-huh. And like sound yeah. to the sound movement. of like a like a tree trees kind of bending yeah. and uh you know almost breaking in the wind um it makes it so powerful and just like so frightening yeah this like presence and and actually I'll, I'll back up a little bit um because the the movie actually opens with just a shot of dev patel in a his a yellow robe with the crown on his head and he like it's is a set flames. yeah bursts just, into flames and that's just the crown's like levitating down from the ceiling oh yeah that's right yeah interesting and, and uh that's yeah and then it just kind of cuts away from that into the movie and that's like that's how he starts out the movie and um i honestly haven't even thought about that since i saw it but what did that mean? Yeah, what was that? What was that uh, yeah, and I'm gonna. It's I'm just gonna say right off the bat, I don't have any good answer. I'm gonna be asking a lot of questions, yeah. and I don't have a lot of good answers for, for very it, few like, good answers. He has a yeah. He's doing a lot of stuff, and I also wanted to point out just because this is the only bit of the uh, book Sir Gowan and the Green Knight that um, Kelly read it was mm-hmm. this opening sequence of of uh, the Green Knight okay. coming in, and actually. The Green Knight is just a knight who is wearing green clothing and green armor. Um, They updated him. Yeah. So like, and and just from, from that little bit that, that, um, that we read, it really does seem like David Lowry is doing a lot of really interesting things, like taking a lot of um, liberties and putting a lot of himself into the movie. Yeah. Um, His own style style and twist on the movie. Um, and yeah, I, I, so he's not, he's really not just kind of telling the story of, you know, just kind of verbatim telling the story. I also believe he, the whole sequence with, um, the woman, the ghost lady and the skull that is, uh, him that is bringing in a, a different, 
legend folk folk mm. tale that really? the book Sir Gawain and the Green Knight references. So like that scene isn't actually in the book Sir Gawain and, and the Green Knight. It's yeah, it's, it's refer there's like one line that references a different folk tale that he brings into this movie. Um as a you know, I don't know, as a thematic yeah, make it to make it fill up to fill it out thematically and um yeah. get a little spiritual uh -huh. at that point there's from the get-go um i really was appreciating more so than a lot of movies like what he was doing with lighting in this movie mm -hmm. um for like a medieval movie he was kind of just like like fuck lighting inside any buildings <laughs> like yeah. that's not where people didn't have light back then in the 1500s um you had windows with some like uh, gray cloudy sun fires and candles and that's yeah it. and like but people aren't burning candles 24 7 like he's in a brothel like it was yeah. just it's just dark sometimes mm -hmm. and they just let let that happen um i yeah. thought that was just like really cool choice mm -hmm. um they didn't like flourish these like poor people's houses with candles everywhere yeah oh my god and i'm just flashing to the the opening shot of like the farm animals and it like it keeps cutting yeah. back to the farm animals in different positions kind of playing around with each other mm -hmm. and then that exact same shot like moves over inside the brothel yeah and like it must have set that up like yeah. so specifically to tie all that together into one shot i wonder those were cg animals not those maybe not those ones no or i wonder you know what actually this this could be um, three bill the same three billboards argument to me there was like a, a tinge of CG but I wonder if it was they were shot those animals were shot on like a green screen or or something and no I think you're thinking more of the green screen behind it of the like bigger buildings in the background like the one that was on fire maybe. And like, I, like I there thought... was green screen happening in the scene but it wasn't the animals in the yeah program. and really the only reason I thought about that is Maybe the only reason I thought that is because it was would be really difficult to get that shot, um, that long shot, that long shot, and and have these little animals doing interesting yeah. things. Dave know. Patel must have just been hanging there for an hour waiting for the camera yeah. to pan to him. Yeah, like uh -huh. <laughs> uh, so cool. Um, the movie is filled with these things that I can just yeah. like point out, like every five minutes. I'm just like, oh, and that, and then he did that. And then he yeah, did that. I mean, what do Let's see. Um, is there bigger things we can talk to besides just... Well, I don't know. Maybe we like kind of just go jump scene, not scene by scene, but like part by part. Because, you know, so like there's that opening sequence where he, the Green Knight comes, he chops off the Green Knight's head. Um, yeah. And then there's the time that and, passes. And then there's, yeah, there, there's time that passes. And then he starts his journey. And the first thing that happens on his journey basically is... He, you, um, I mean, you he, have the before that you have the motif of the like old school like puppetry that's yeah, going through, yeah, and that's yeah. edited back and forth through the like uh -huh. the year in between. Even that's like creative. I loved how yeah, they did definitely. that. Definitely, um, and like seeing different people all over the land like watching this puppet show, uh -huh. like as if this this uh, legend where it was just a really uh -huh. simple, you know, almost nothing moment where he just like this guy walks in and. He, cuts off his head and that was it yeah. and then like the building spread. the word spreads and then the building of that myth 
kind of spreads throughout the land and yeah and you know that kind of builds the i don't know the the um in, in the tension and builds the uh i don't know the in depth uh, how how big of a how big of a deal this is yeah like um and then he starts his journey and he Mm -hmm. the first thing that happens i guess is he bumps into uh i i looked up his name dear kid yeah killing of a sacred dear kid i want to shout him give him a shout out barry uh k keegan kagan q yeah we get that long shot this huge epic shot in this post battlefield uh-huh. which like looked so expensive yeah and it's this long tracking shot and uh dave curie or whatever his name is is acting the hell out of that scene he's like this mm-hmm. tripping out like scatterbrained kid trying to yeah. have a conversation with this knight on a horse and he can't focus and he's uh-huh. like it's so crazy uh-huh um almost very like that character was very reminiscent of killing of a sacred deer the way he kind of talked and he he had some yeah. like weird mannerisms was, and um, that kid's gonna be typecasted for the rest of his life <laughs> oh no <laughs> but he's yeah. so good at it he's so good yeah. um yeah i really want to see more of this this kid barry i can't i can't pronounce it k-e-o mm-hmm. um anyways uh and that scene was really interesting and it ends with him uh, kidnapping um, Sir Gawain and uh, uh, tying him up and stealing his his uh, stealing his axe and saying I'm going to finish this for you yeah and then running off and then it like does this really crazy like it it's, yeah. shows Dev Patel just laying there tied up and then it pans around 360, 360 and it comes back around to dev patel and he's just he's dead he's a pile of bones laying on the ground yeah right a corpse and i mean just just kind of like the corpse that we saw like hanging in the crossroads in yeah, that cage, or yeah the skeleton definitely. just like totally rotted out and just yeah. out there to die and then it uh it shows him for a second and then it pans all the way back around 360 and it shows dev patel back you know tied up struggling and he he ends up um getting getting out of it and um going yeah and continuing i don't, I don't his think journey. there's like a, a ton to always read into these weird things that david lowry does besides like they connect to other things uh-huh. and um you know this this connects to the ending and the mm-hmm. points of the yeah. whole movie and the like existentialism of life and death yeah. um and the meaninglessness of it all to be frank yeah. and yeah, and I, I think that's just like another signal. Like that's David Lowry just like you know poking at the end of the yeah. There, and I kind of feel like that's really. that's um his story could have ended right there on his first little yeah. hiccup on the journey. Um, and what's the Green Knight's line that he says? He's like, the Green Knight says like, "What's the difference?" Like yeah, like I'm gonna kill you now. What's the difference? Like yeah, what does it matter? Um, um so like definitely. if he had died there in the field, um, like David Lowry was showing us, or in the woods, you know, what what mm. difference would it have made? Yeah. Um, for sure. And then he goes on kind of a, a journey of where he's trying to survive, like a journey of, of survival. Um, this is where it up. gets weird for me mm-hmm. or for me, for everybody. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and, and this is the, where it, it turns into an old story that's harder to follow and, mm-hmm. and with work, with worse pacing than what modern storytelling would give us. Mm-hmm. Um, right. very choppy it's, or a bit choppy 
um, very like broken up in broken up yeah. into different sections. Um, we he, just want to see him get to the Green Knight. We're not really sure what he's doing mm -hmm. or why he's hanging around. Um, so it, it's different. Um, yeah, definitely. I, 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 it's hard for me to say like a better movie would have put a more purposeful mm -hmm. middle in there, middle storyline in there. But at the same time, like we're we're also watching like a historic, you know, yeah. drama from the mm -hmm. 1400s. So like, what am I actually complaining about? Yeah. Um, and you know, I, th I think that has value. Like, uh, I really do like there, you can, you can pull a lot of meaning about history and the people who are telling these stories and hearing these stories from these little bits and pieces, uh, that, that David Lowry is bringing into this movie. Um, and you know, actually I will say like, the 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 scene that I really bought into the movie was the uh, or the the uh, chunk that or the section that that I bought into the movie was the ghost section. Um, oh wow! Okay. Where I that's when I really understood kind of because that's like I th I think he does you know that that bit in the woods with uh, the kid who kidnaps him and then yeah. and then there's like a little bit with survival and the fox and then he goes to the cottage yeah. with Pretty the quickly, ghost yeah. woman. And then that's when I understood like, Oh, you're, you're like just kind of telling this, this mythological story. You're not like, you're not true. Again, you're not trying to adapt it to a, uh, the sensibilities of a modern audience. Mm -hmm. Although he is, you know, definitely adapting the, the story um, in his own way. But uh, yeah. And, and the meaning of that little, um, section um, and, and yeah it's, that, it's that's kind of when part I of the movie. it's yeah. the weirdest part of the movie and it goes on for maybe 20 it's 25 minutes long mm -hmm. and there's a million questions what's that mean what's that mean and mm -hmm. I mean a lot of it's in his head a lot of it's not real mm -hmm. um, maybe a lot of it is like uh I mean, maybe it is real, and just this this story has ghosts, and the story yeah. has um, metaphysical I mean, things has happening giants. to him. Why not? Yeah, ghosts, it has giants. You know? and, so, but it's not even it's not even that. Like mythology has ghosts. Mythology has yeah. giants, and people uh, come across these things in mythology, and that yeah. that's just the way it is. And because that's what the people believed at the time. That's what. Those are these are the stories that people told for thousands of years, and um, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess like going through this, I'm just kind of um, I keep coming back to you know he he's bringing this thousand year old tradition to you know several thousand year old tradition that I mean this one was is only I don't know six seven hundred years old. Um, but you know, it's a tradition that's, that dates back thousands of years and he's bringing that into a modern, into a yeah. modern art form and, and, uh, to modern viewers. And I think he, I think he accomplishes something really interesting. Um, yeah, it's, it's still, it's still fascinating. There's, mm -hmm. there's, I was talking about lighting earlier and in this, that's, and he does it throughout the movie, but in this scene as well, he, not a lot of 
um, lighting cinematographers do a dynamic lighting in the middle of a single shot or scene. Um, I remember we always used to compliment, um, like in Scott Pilgrim versus the world, mm-hmm. Edgar Wright doing it every once yeah. in a while. And like, usually people set up lights and then the scene plays out. Um, mm-hmm. David Lowry even pushed that often in this movie yeah. to where, um, he would have lighting change and move and shift on you within a single shot, um, mm-hmm. to make it even crazier. And a lot of it happened in this, uh, ghost scene as well, which yeah. was this middle part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, but not too much more to say. I mean, yeah, definitely. And, and, but the thing is like trying to bring it into the broader context of the, of the story, you know, I don't, I don't know if I can have any good answers for that, but you know, I think you could, you could pull a lot out of just that little section. Um, but yeah, then he kind of continues on his journey and, and we meet some giants uh, the giants was great. Giants. The giants reminded yeah. me of like, um, of like the giraffes and the mm-hmm. Last of Us, and or and just the spiritual moment. And what Palm Springs, <laughs> and Palm Springs. Yeah, yeah. what are the dinosaurs? The dinosaurs in Palm Springs. In Palm it's Palm like Springs. this random, beautiful spiritual moment of uh, awe. Yeah, the character just comes and by it's... and then kind of moves on from. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I I really like that scene. I don't know. Yeah. It's like one of those things. I don't really know why. It was just beautiful. The interaction between him and the giants was, you know, it was short, but it was like it was really meaningful. And then yeah, you just kind of move on, um, yeah. and it and it brings in a much bigger mythology and, um, legendary aspect of this of this uh, movie the setting. Yeah, of the, there's of the, that crazy the shot that like oh yeah that's right you know on the uh, cliff side by the giant that like uh-huh. rotates in yeah um just totally trippy um, and then yeah I, th- I believe then he there's a little bit more survivally bits and then he comes across Joel Edgerton and I think yeah. um Alicia Vikander was that Alicia Vikander <laughs> I don't remember you're still questioning that still I mean a, a lot I think Maybe I think more things happen here that wrong. that apply to the um his actual journey um mm-hmm. while still being kind of a separate a very separate thing on its own you know Joel Edgerton is kind of like he tells him where to go next he tells him it's not far from it you're mm-hmm. not sure if you you can trust him it's like almost too good to be true mm-hmm. his wife that's seducing him and like they also play with the um the belt that his mom gave him to mm-hmm. protect yeah, him definitely. from the green knight. He and loses the, where does he lose the belt? Does I don't know. I, th- I think I felt like she I maybe forget. stole it from him or something. And no, so, almost no. So earlier in the movie, he loses the belt. Is it um, the kid who oh, kidnaps yeah, kid. him? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah he yeah, takes, it. takes it. Okay. And that, that actually happened several times throughout the movie where the, he loses the ax, the kid steals the ax from him. And this is another thing. I'm sure, like, if you look at it from that that uh, mythological, you know, old English context, you could probably read into what was going on at the time. And you know, there's a, I'm sure there's a lot you could read into this um, this story. But he's that kid steals the belt and he steals the axe and he gets the axe back in the scene with the ghost where he re- brings the the skull back from the little yeah. pond. And then he gets the belt back from 
Um, it's almost Alicia like a video Vikander. game quest. Yeah. He has these like two little extra problems he has to solve before he yeah. can move on. Um, um, and he completes them. Yeah. And uh, so he gets that back with. Not ba- people using all over it. Let's yeah. not forget. Of course not. Um, yeah. <laughs> and in it, but it, and then that's, that whole sequence was really interesting because the whole time you had this old lady with a, a blindfold on, um, in yeah. every scene. And I, you almost, I almost wonder is, is she like, are the, is Joel Edgerton and, and the, the lady uh, not real? Are they not real? Is like this, this lady in white, uh, a sorceress a that's like right. a witch that's okay. like projecting yeah. these people. Um, because it, I mean, she was almost setting is just like out of nowhere. There's yeah. just this rich cottage. That's so welcoming of, homeless people yeah. stumbling through. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And so that was really interesting. And again, it feels right out of a, a folk tale. Um, yeah. Of a long adventure. And, uh, I, and there's details in there. I loved like the, like the old photograph, like looks like one mm. of the first photographs ever taken. Yeah. She's in this crazy room and opens this peephole. Yeah. And then they mold the light shine on the emulsion and it's yeah. like upside that down. Was really and, cool. And he just looks at it. He's like, because he's probably never uh, seen something like yeah. that before in and his the, life. Uh, the cool thing is, she almost it it has a very magical feel. Like, like the only way that that is possible is through magic. But you know, like, but to a modern audience, oh, it's just a camera. It's just a film emulsion yeah. or whatever painted on the wall, and it's just exposing the. But it was really cool how they brought that thing that we have a good understanding of now back to the 1400s and yeah it it's weird because like, like to me there's no way that was in the book um yeah and like i mean just because obviously they're using yeah. like film to do it and this is just like his idea alone just to have mm-hmm. this like really trippy yeah. unique thing in a time period where it shouldn't belong but it's like the oldest version of that you can imagine mm-hmm. um yeah or maybe there's really something cool about visuals. it in the book about you know, maybe she she actually in the book she paints Painted it something. or something. Yeah, right. And it's right. like there's yeah. something about the painting that is in the book, and, and he adapts it into. I know, could see that. That would make thing. sense, right? Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I actually, I am. I kind of want to keep reading reading it. Um, should, yeah, definitely should. Um, I'll probably next time I'm there, I'll probably pick it up and skim through too. Yeah. What you think um, of that? Um, that hot steamy kiss between our two. Oh yeah. So that was another one that was like, that was another Joel and Dev. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, (laughs) That was another one that, that made me think that that old, like they were all the same people, the same person, like that old lady was puppeteering or maybe they were like, she was witchcraft projecting them or whatever. But um, that kind of made the, the sequence where he gets the, the belt um, where she, you know, jerks him off and, and he gets the belt. And then like Joel Edgerton uh, kisses him. I, you know, I don't know. That kind of brought those two things together as if maybe they were the same person and it was just that old lady controlling whatever, you know, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really interesting. Again, I don't have any good answers, but no good answer. it was just like doing a lot of, crazy but great moments yeah 
Definitely. Every, every one of these moments that doesn't make sense is uh, interesting and intriguing. Yeah. Um, and then she has that, that speech that she gives, um, that about I green. Yeah. It, where she like the, co- the green, the, the color of talking about mom. the color of green and the color of uh-huh. red. And, um, I guess that's, I think that's all she talks about. Well, they're like, it's the green night. Like it's so, yeah. it's so unnatural. And uh, then she like pauses and is just like, no, yeah. green's actually extremely natural. Yeah. It's mold. It's yeah. like, it's earth. And it's such like a yeah. poignant speech. Green, green will take over the earth after we're gone. You know, I forget mm-hmm. what she says. Um, but yeah, that was a really interesting kind of chilling speech um, yeah. that she yeah. gives. Um, but yeah, and then I guess they move on and, and he meets the green knight. The ending. And, and then we have uh, the fucking ending. Yeah. Um, again, uh, did kind that of hit a, you hard? Um, uh, yeah, the, the end, the actual ending was like, yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. That was like one of those endings where you're just like, fuck. Yeah. The that is how you end a montage. Uh huh. The life flashing before his yeah. eyes. Oh my god. Uh-huh. Like it was so good. Uh-huh. Um Yeah. Him ending definitely. just in the in the keep with his family, like walking away from him alone uh-huh. with like and you know, his inevitable death about to happen with the like ceiling kind of like almost caving in uh-huh. in slow motion. It was so good. Yeah. Uh and like the the birthing the the scene where the um oh, prostitute gives yeah. birth to his kid and he just that he loves he obviously yeah, yeah clearly and but he can't he can't he's royal yeah he's a, he's a king he's a king now he can't marry a peasant like i was actually yeah. thinking that earlier in the movie like when she was talking to him about what if she was his lady and and yeah, all you're that. like this isn't and it's work. like there's no way like that doesn't this isn't something that really this isn't something that happens in you know medieval and you don't question much of it until they throw the money on the bed Mm -hmm. yeah and just a bunch of coins drop on the bed and Uh, you're like oh no yeah um yeah and then what she's like crawling after the baby that was that was pretty haunting um but yeah and then it ends with him yeah i guess he goes to war um I don't know if we're supposed to read into that a whole lot. The sun dies. Yeah, sun know. dies in war. And he, it's a beautiful scene, beautiful moment. And he it's loses so that powerful. war. And apparently he loses that war. And they are coming into the castle and, and he's going to die. That's just his life. Yeah. That's his we life. See, we see the next 10 years of his life or 15. Yeah. And then it cuts back and and he takes off the belt and off and then he says now off with, off your, with head. your head yeah that's how you fucking end a movie yeah he like caresses uh, his cheek yeah yeah like that yeah um it's so good yeah it's so good <laughs> i don't have any good so, great answers for that sequence but i mean yeah, i think i think that, that was... i think it's i think that scene's like kind of more on the nose than anything Probably, you know yeah. um, like we know what we know what David Lowry's telling us or the original folktale is telling us. Yeah. And it's like the Grunette says it out loud. His story might as well end here. You know? Yeah. Your story might as well end right now. 
Um, and I, I don't, I don't know if it's, if it's that deep, but I don't know. I kind of, if, if this is in the original folk tale, if it yeah. does end, if that is yeah. the point of the green Knight, is that, um, is just the like duality of life and death and the meaning of it all. Um, it is cool. <laughs> You're skewing ahead to the last page mm -hmm. um, that people back in the like 1300s. I like how I say a different hundred years. Every time I say this, uh, people back in the 1300s were wrestling with that um, in the exact same way. Um, the, yeah, the like meaning of life or the meaninglessness of life. And yeah, you want, me to, you want me to read the last line of Sergey yeah, yeah. in the green light? Yeah, just... it just uh, many exploits before now have happened much like this. Now may the thorn crowned God bring us to his bliss. Amen. Hmm. That's pretty poetic. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, just, I mean, it's, it was interesting thinking that people, you know, people 700 mm. years ago were yeah. um, having these same existential ideas and thoughts and putting mm. them into stories to wrestle with them. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that's you know, what the Green Knight represented. Um, mm -hmm. And David Lowry showed that so well in those two different time frames he gave us of mm -hmm. what could have happened and what is happening. Um, and yeah, it was, it was brilliant. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Mm -hmm. We should probably end it here. Um, <laughs> which at so the end of the that. movie, um, I don't know. Did you, did you have any other thoughts that you just were dying to talk about? Cause we're, we're running a little long. No, that was cool. We I haven't gone do. through a movie in this step-by-step -step form, yeah. but I think this movie really think, warranted yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. Really. I think that. so. Um, um, it's not for, absolutely not for everybody, yeah. but I think this movie will show up on people's top 10 lists at yeah, the end of the year sure. and people will, will talk about it for a long time going forward. Yep. Um, definitely. So, um, yeah, go, if you're, if that sounds interesting to you, go check out the green Knights in theaters right now. Um, uh, it sounds like we both enjoyed it. I'm, I'm actually curious to know what Derek and, uh, Nick thought about it. Cause they, uh, mm -hmm. I think they both already saw it. Um, but next week we are going to, uh, talk about the movie, uh, the, the suicide squad, um, uh, I'm blanking on the uh, filmmaker's name. Um, Jude Gunn, James Gunn. James Gunn um, uh, wrote and directed it. And uh, Derek is definitely going to talk about it. I'm not sure who he's going to be hanging out with while he talks about it. Um, but this that would be four weeks in a row for me. So I do want to talk about it. It looks really good, really interesting. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, Even I can't wait to see it. there, I'm going to see yeah. it. I'm so yeah, excited. Definitely. Um, so check out uh, the Suicide Squad and uh, and listen to the to that uh, podcast. Uh, so yeah, uh, go ahead and uh, follow us, like us, and subscribe to uh, to the Monthly Movie Dispatch. And uh, mm -hmm. we'll see you next week or or later on. Bye. Bye.